Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. We are the Transatlantic Theater and I'm here with my co-host... Oscar Reese Freeman, hi. And I am Marcos Rodriguez. <laughs> this week, or yeah, this week I guess, uh, we did. Yeah. Uh, we decided to do Bill and Tomahawk. Um, and I don't know if we're going to just jump right into it or not, but... Uh, oh, should we ju- I feel I like there's a lot should. to talk about. Yeah, it. I, think, I think we should just jump right into it. Congratulations, people, for the first time ever. We're actually just going to talk about this a film yeah, on a film podcast. <laughs> Instead of just talking about random shit for fucking 40 minutes and then going, oh, should we talk about the film? Well, we'll probably end up doing that. You know, we'll go on yeah. a tangent in the middle of, like, talking about the film because, you know, something yeah. will lead to another and then next thing you know, we're kissing and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just saw how much this movie flopped. Dude, exactly. That's what I said. Sorrow. <laughs> okay. So sad. This oh, movie. man. Okay, so let's just start. The budget. Oh, yeah. So watching this movie, you know, I was like, oh, this must be pretty low budget. I looked at the budget. $1.8 million. Yeah. $1.8 million. I can't help but think, okay, like, at least half of that went to cast. Because <laughs> Yeah, 50% of that just went to Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell and the other good actors that they had in this, like... Honestly, yeah. Richard, Richard Jenkins. Jenkins? I didn't yeah. expect to see him. Yeah, I didn't either. And also, <laughs> it's I feel it's a bit different than who I normally see. Because I feel like he normally plays, like, the wise older mentor. Or just, like, so a to see him, figure, some type of yeah, like quirky dad. Some dad. kind of, yeah, nice father figure who's got, like, nice things to say occasionally. Whereas yeah. this guy, he was just kind of a bumbling... Like, he was that old man you see in town who, like... You know, when, when he came to him with the story... So, spoilers, by the way. For just the of course. I mean, we're <laughs> um, doing a review on the damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> we don't think there's spoil- This is not a, a non-spoiler review podcast. Yeah. So it came to the wrong place. Uh, but when he just shows up and he starts, like, telling him the story of, like, what he saw in town, you could see the look on his face was like, fuck, this again. Like, just annoyed, thinking it was going to be nothing. and Yeah. And, like, the fact that everyone... He, he took it so, like, happy when people told him, hey, you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can see, like, this, this doesn't happen very often for him. Well, this this old man, he didn't have a lot. His wife died. You know he yeah. was made as the backup freaking uh, yeah. deputy just because he needed something to, to do with his life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just, and constantly being like, it is my opinion, the, 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 the deputy. The official opinion of yeah. the backup deputy, yeah. Yeah, the backup deputy. That's, that, a, that's a good line. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good <laughs> um, it's good. There's so much good about this movie, to, I just want to say right off the bat. I mm. enjoyed a lot of aspects of this film. Um, oh, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this I want to say mostly the writing. The writing, to me, yeah. was really well done. So, if you liked this, you'll definitely like Brawl in Cell Block 99. Oh, yeah. Um, what this director, who wrote the film, and he wrote Cell Block 99 as well, uh-huh. it's, it's exactly m- what I want from a film. It's yeah. a film where not much happens, and so much time is just taken to just kind of get you through to the very specific destination see but even though so even though you're saying not much happens the pacing is done very no, well yeah the, I think. the pacing is perfect yeah. but when you it's one of those films where when you think about what happens mm-hmm. not much happens yeah exactly really not a lot happened but back in the west it took a lot to do very little <laughs> in yeah. those times and i like that representation you know, yeah. I like that they didn't just have a, a horse walking montage and boom, they're at their destination. Yeah, you know? no, it's like, no, this is gonna take us days. This is a journey. And then, 
we might die because yeah. you know that's what happens when you're traveling in the west you do yeah. anything you might die <laughs> yeah. yeah uh i was i was shocked that his leg didn't just didn't just fall off <laughs> oh dude it was yeah. oh when that guy's hand just got fucking sliced i was like oh fuck <laughs> wait with whose hand got sliced uh the um the dude in town uh the uh um, the guy, I, I don't actually know what the guy's job was. The well-dressed guy. I oh, think his the name well-dressed Bruder. guy. Bruder. Yeah, Bruder, yeah. yeah. When his hand I don't know by the, by what the he, no, he got, no, they threw like a, a bone tomahawk and it cut off his hand. I thought it was Remember? an arrow that went through and cut his hand. No, cause that was a clean cut. It was just gone. Oh, huh. Okay. I thought it was an arrow, but anyway. Yeah. Because yeah, I knew they threw a bone tomahawk at his face and like cut his. I was face. waiting my that whole movie just to see a bone tomahawk. <laughs> well, they showed it in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, but then I was like, I guess that's the only time we're gonna see that, and oh, then no, we saw and then it kept coming back, and I was like, yeah, keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I, I liked. I just liked the film. I like gory kind of shit like this, where it's just. You know, it wasn't uh, as gory as I thought it was gonna be. It's uh, much more gory in Sub- Brawl and Sublock 99. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, but that movie is intentionally trying to go for like a like a 70s kind of... Um... Well, no spoilers. No spoilers. I haven't seen it. No, it's not a spoiler, but it's, it's trying to go for like a 70s grindhouse kind of feel. Oh, gotcha. Grindhouse type feel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah this one felt definitely more gory than your average western but yeah. not as gory to the point where, you know, there's only one scene where the average viewer might, you know, feel a little weird about and kind of have to look away. Um, but yeah, we'll, which we'll scene do you that. think that is? Oh, Reese, come on. I don't even have to mention, you know. No, I'm kind of curious because do I don't. Oh, one scene that's like okay. really hyper violent. Yeah, to be honest, that scene didn't really affect me that much. Yeah, but it's the only scene that's hyper violent that maybe the average viewer may have to look away. Do you know the scene that. Well, okay, so this goes back to... We've discussed this with Tetsuo. We've discussed this with, like, all these films. The only things that really got to me mm. were just, like, seeing him, like, lean on his leg at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's... Because that's, that's the stuff that gets to me, is, like, that stuff that I can <laughs> relate to. I've never been uh, ripped in half. <laughs> yeah, but you have... Have um, you ever had a broken leg? Yeah, I've, I've had broken bones, and oh, I know what yeah. it's like to, like, lean on that bone Wait, when it's broken. Wait, you've broken a bone? Yeah, I broke fingers. Jesus, how the hell did you break the, fingers? The, like, ask Rodri. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. All right. Maybe when we get him on the podcast again, I'll have to ask him. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell him, tell him to tell both stories. Okay, both stories. All right. All right. Both we'll stories. Hear that then. We'll hear that next yeah. time. But I didn't know you broke fingers. <laughs> yeah. Apparently twice. It's why, I, it's why I type really weird as well. Because, yeah. like, uh... uh uh, it was I was like seven when one of them broke, mm-hmm. um, and I was like playing computer games, and because of that, like because of just like Tell one of my fingers WASD having this massive so r- cast on it yeah. or cast on it, like I had to just like type with that finger because it was like the only finger I like the the cast got in the way of the other of like the other fingers trying to type. So like when I type, you'll see one hand is like doing the full five finger motion, and the other hand is just like doing one at a time. Which is oh. one finger, because <laughs> that's just kind of like how I. Was it your I ring finger? Learned. Um, no, it was my. 
It was my um, index finger on my on my left right hand, left 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 hand. Oh, okay. All right. Looking at the scar right now. Damn, crazy. Yeah. But anyway, Jack didn't know this. Yeah, I've never. But anyhow, uh, um, never yeah, just it, so I could not relate to that. <laughs> yeah, things like that where I can just like kind of relate to it and go like, oh, I know, I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where that's where it gets me. Mm, yeah. Um, can I make a minor? A uh, dumb thing that I, I kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, they did not have enough opium in that flask for how much the those guys were drinking. <laughs> um, I don't know how much opium was in the flask. They never. It was anything. it was a, like only a small bottle. He said he said they had two fingers of opium inside the flask. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was they they were gulping it down more than that. Like imagine trying to drink something that you didn't know what it was oh and... it was mixed it was mixed with alcohol oh d- oh they okay yeah it was mixed i see with like whiskey i didn't get i didn't no nope, sorry didn't gather that part i thought it was just straight the opium no 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 no. they they talked about it. if it was just straight opium i think the uh natives wouldn't have uh drank it because they would have smelled yeah just straight opium which yeah probably doesn't smell well i don't know what opium smells like but I don't think but after this movie, like I certainly want to try it. <laughs> I like the way whiskey smells, but I don't think opium yeah. smells like that. No. <clears throat> but uh, that makes sense. Never mind, my grievance is gone. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, the, the, well, since we're talking about things that we don't like about the film, uh, there is some things that I don't like about it. Um, for example, okay. s- uh, some of the camera shots felt a little amateur. Um, okay. I feel like the cinematography wasn't the best. Yeah. Okay. So that that was so, my, pretty much my only gripe about the film. Uh, so this is where I'll try and do this as least as possible on the, uh, for today's episode. <laughs> I'm gonna mention the other film a little bit more. Oh, you're talking <laughs> or, about or, or, yeah, Umbrella and Cell Block Ninety Nine. Okay. The thing that shocked me was that it's the same cinematographer. Oh, really? And the camera work is way more amateur in S- Brawl and Cell Block. Oh, I thought this movie was really? shot beautifully. I thought the this movie was shot impeccably. Like I thought it was really well shot, really well framed. Everything looked nice. Brawl and Subblock 99 looks like a YouTuber made it. <laughs> oh, so, but wait, that makes a lot sense then. Because maybe because you're seeing this in terms of a contrast to that film. But to yeah. me, since I haven't seen Brawl and Subblock, that's why this one seems a little bit more amateur compared yeah. to a other film that's made with $1.8 mm-hmm. million. Dollars. Well, the cinematography in some of it seems like, you know, I mean, it seems like on par with the uh, clerks, you know, and mm-hmm. that, is, that is quite amateur. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's I not think, a good movie, but it's on par, yeah. in my opinion, in terms of their cinematography. I think I was more impressed because I went into it expecting worse. <laughs> the yeah, expecting the camera work that was in Brawl, which was not that great. Well, that makes a lot of freaking sense now. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I mean, it definitely seemed a little bit amateur on a couple of uh, on a couple shots. Okay, I'd be curious if you could tell me what those shots were because. I I didn't I didn't see them. Just like the overall, like some of the tracking when they're walking with the characters seemed a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say not stable, but it, it felt like we were coming in and out in terms of uh, the distance between the characters and the distance of okay. the, the camera to the characters. Yeah. On a couple of scenes, I, th- I think the, I'm noticed it most in the beginning uh, with those yeah. two guys who uh, killed the the four people. I think that's where I noticed it most. Okay. Because other than that, a lot of the shots were kind of just, uh, um, you know, pretty pretty still and just kind of one yeah. angle type shots. 
you know there wasn't anything too fantastic about it um but yeah there was just nothing uh nothing that tells me yeah this is this this is this these are good shots you know yeah okay. just like, okay, i like really wide open shots and that's what this movie had they a had lot a couple of. Yeah, had, they had, did, yeah. where it's just super wide angle there's like barely anything in the frame and it just feels really open and like and especially like the, a movie like this where because they're just riding through gulches and and you know valleys and all this stuff like yeah. It, at any point someone can come over and uh, and ambush them so to give them that open openness uh was was good um have, except that yeah. then spoiled it when it was like cutting to uh fucking discount chris evans um, he's not discount or, chris evans not chris evans sorry um who's the other chris chris pratt discount chris pratt <laughs> well, who's discount chris pratt the main guy <laughs> he's not discount chris chris pratt He's he's been in movies and has been famous in movies way longer than Chris Pratt has. Listen, he's discount Chris Pratt. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's in a lot of really good movies. Everyone, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you think I'm right. <laughs> What's his name again? Apparently, it's Patrick Wilson. Uh, looking at his thing, he is sorry, the Insidious yeah. guy. <laughs> oh, that's what he's known for now. But yeah, before that, he's he's a freaking two-time Tony nominee. He's done like he's he's had a lot in his early career. Um, that I you know, really enjoy. you know what a Tony is. You know what a Tony means? Yeah, shit that I've never seen because I don't watch stage plays. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's he's has he has a lot of good. He has a lot. Of he's good a good actor. Stuff. I just think he looks a little bit like a discount. You know, Chris Chris Brown. No. No, no, he doesn't. Not give me two seconds. I'm just going to take my headphones off because uh, I'm really cold. <laughs> Chris Pratt only looks like him because Chris Pratt lost weight. That's fair. Sorry, I had to put a sweater on. My room's gotten a little chilly. All right, I got to sneeze. Oh, goodness. Bless you. Yeah. I don't think the Discord yeah. picked that up, but... I actually did. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. My <laughs> sneezes aren't that high of an octave. Oh, no, it's happening good. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Bless oh, you. Thank you. Ah. Okay. But other than that, oh. the reality is, I thought it was really well acted. Yeah, On definitely. pretty much everybody's part. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of who I would have thought as, like, a, a weak link. The wife. Mmm... <laughs> I say it's the wife. She's probably the weak. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like that was more her character more than anything else. It was, but that's who I would say the weak link is. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with everybody. I, I would say if I had to choose, it, I guess it would be. Uh, I guess it'd be her, but I, I feel sense. like that's only because I didn't get to. We didn't get to see her as much as we saw the main four. Yeah. Like, because obviously they were given so much opportunity to, like, have their range. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did seem... It did seem weird that, like... And this isn't actually against her. It's kind of against all of them. None of them seemed that um, incredibly traumatized by watching somebody they know literally split in half. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, yeah. she seemed quite unfazed. 
Yeah. The other but at the same, I I kind of forgave her because I was like, well, she probably saw it already. <laughs> she's seen this. This is the second time she's seen this. Yeah. The other two, though, on the other hand, did show a little bit of like shakenness. I guess you could say. I know that's not a word, but yeah, yeah. they, they well, did seem a uh, bit shaken from it, yeah. but like not as much I, I as can think. Yeah, I can only imagine that I would 100 percent be like, like like chicory in that kind of situation where like something being presented with that the first thing i'd be is like let's think about the most random thing possible like that fucking flea flea market thing See, but <laughs> chicory, flea, flea circus. chicory was in the war though so yeah but so and so was so was uh franklin hunt the the sheriff was he yeah he said that he was in the war oh maybe that's why they seemed a little less unfazed because they've seen some shit and i guess the the wife being i mean doctor, in the yeah. west you see some shit too but yeah you don't see a man I did. torn in half i can tell you that mm. much <laughs> yeah. yeah there's um but this is also the times where they hang people for you know public viewing and they they watch people die on, on a regular basis yeah it's so true it, it's different I, I don't know maybe that's what they took into account who knows but yeah yeah that that was pretty brutal the, the guy did get ripped in half on we kind of glossed over that so the <laughs> <laughs> the um so here's the premise real quick just because we, we didn't talk about the premise at all <laughs> all right oh yeah no we didn't <laughs> um just a quick little premise um there is some crazy inbred you know devolved tribe of natives that live in caves they go by uh, troglodytes to all the other natives in the area um, so they're not recognized by like the other type of native tribes that we all know today can I can I just interject really quick yes. and say I was really sad that the uh, Native American guy wasn't in more of the movie because I actually really liked him <laughs> well he was like nah dude you guys are fucking crazy <laughs> if you want to yeah. go after those dudes so he just seemed cool like I just fucking cool. liked him I did like him yeah I did like when that one dude, uh, Bruder, was like, "Yeah, I've killed tons of natives," and he's like, "What a disgusting thing to brag about!" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, that's fucking right. You tell him." <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, anyway, so there's this native group here uh, that's that's like a, a an inbred monstrous group that lives in caves or whatever, like cave people. Um, yeah. That have devolved and just become these monsters essentially. Well. They end up coming into town and terrorizing this small town because of some drifters that pass through and desecrated their burial ground and then wind up in the town. So they come after the drifter, and in doing so, they end up killing and grabbing a couple of people from that town. Well, that gets the sheriff and the husband of the one of the, the cap, captives, the wife, um, and... Uh, couple other characters who volunteer to help save these people and they go in and they, they try to it's basically a rescue mission they travel to the area after getting some information on what these things are and where they might find them from a uh, educated na uh, native very educated native he looked very fancy and knew a lot very, fancy. Um, <laughs> very cool guy uh, and uh, yeah they go and they, they tr attempt the rescue and we'll leave it at that. So that's just a quick little... That's what the movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> it gets crazy, but that's what it's about. 
So there was one thing that kind of pissed me off. What? And then I like went to Tesco to get uh, an energy drink, and then I thought about it, and I was like, actually, it work. It's just it's it's fine. <laughs> what is it? What? Um. <clears throat> uh. The fact that they didn't kill the pregnant women. Oh yeah, why would he? He's a religious man. No, but I thought I thought the uh, what that chicory was gonna kill him. Oh. Even though he said like you know because he said like oh I can't kill a woman like and th- but then when he didn't I was like that's really fucking stupid that they didn't mm-hmm. and then I just remembered that like the the wife had that line where she was like the thing that makes this place dangerous is the stupid decisions of uh, uh, of men yeah. not like everything else and I was like yeah that's so that's that's just furthers her point like he could have made the decision of being like well you know what we shouldn't do is let children who grow up within vendettas uh fucking come after us <laughs> yeah, yeah so they were talking about uh why frontier life is so difficult yeah it's not because it's ex- uh, like inherently hard i mean it is but yeah. it becomes harder and more deadly because of stupid men <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I forgot to tell you the scene that I thought was just a bit too gory for me. Not too gory, but I was just kind of like, okay, can we move on, please? Um, was him pulling the fucking the whistle thing out of that guy's neck? Oh yeah. I was just like, at a, like after a minute, I was like, we get it. He's pulling it out. Could you cut a, like cut something else? Like it was just like needlessly gory. And then it cut to a shot of like a, like a wide shot where like you could see his legs and his hand, and I was like, oh, is he gonna start moving? And then they cut back to it, and I was like, "No, that was just a cutaway for some reason." Okay. See, I disagree. I think I think the length of time was about perfect. It felt like he was cutting it out in real time. You don't just cut shit out like easy. Yeah, I know. It's attached to tendons and whatever. Yeah. So I thought it was quite, you know, reasonable. What I think is weird is why would you do that? <laughs> what like? Cause I thought you know, it was really know clever. Anything about these? Yeah. Characters. So, like, for him to come up and instinctually, hey, let me cut this shit out of this dude's throat. Like, yeah, he said, is that a piece of jewelry? But you don't yeah. take a knife out and cut it out. <laughs> and then yeah, it was a little odd. Whistle, like, what the fuck? Because the only person who discovered that was Bruder, who died. Exactly, exactly. Which I, I, I thought that was really funny, where he just, like, poked his stomach and it was like... <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also why he died, because he made the noise. Yeah, exactly. So he's and really I was like, the only one. Oh, and maybe yeah. you know the hunt and uh, chicory figured that out by being in their base, but other than that, uh, yeah. there's no way in hell he would have had that thought to do that. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you think as yeah. a religious man, he wouldn't desecrate a body, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, look, a rainbow. Um, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like a five-year-old. Um, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but. I, I I thought it was really clever, but also you're right that why did he think of that? Yeah, I think they should have given him gave given him a bit of a reason, a little more of a reason, like because I yeah. I could believe it that he would have you know done that, but he needed more of a reason to do it because yeah. you know you're showing us he's a really religious dude, like doesn't even say they should have had yeah like I we needed a reason for this really holy man to fucking desecrate a body like that. What should have happened is the first guy show up, shoot an arrow, he shoots him in the arm, and then um, instead of, like, two of them being there at once, he then made the noise, yeah. and then one of the the other guys showed up, and then when he took out both of them, he was like, oh, 
Well, if I make the noise, they show up. See, that would think it's like way more their sense. buddy. Yeah, it would have been yeah. easy. It's just an easy little, it's the smallest little writing fix or whatever. But uh, that could have easily been implemented, yeah. and it would have stepped on no one's toes. <laughs> and it says here on Wikipedia that people said that that was why they didn't like the film, and that's why it made no money. <laughs> 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 that one reason. Yeah, yeah, speaking okay, speaking of that, the budget. One point eight million. No, I get that. Dude, that goes quick that, making a movie. Yeah, it goes quick, but like I said, I think half of that went to the actors alone. Whereas the other half, yeah. five hundred thousand or a little more than that, almost a million, about a million dollars went to the rest, yeah. which makes sense. I could see them spending yeah. a million dollars on everything else and then a million on the actors. They filmed this in twenty one days. Wow, I yeah. mean, looking at the film, I, I believe it again too. Because like you how said, dare not you? A lot <laughs> well, not a lot happens. Yeah, not yeah, a not a lot happens. happens. Yeah, they don't have. But it is a lot of, lot of dialogue. The it's most, hard to get through dialogue. Yeah, yeah. The most expensive thing they had to do was rent a western set, and there's a million western sets in yeah. California well, to rent. Yeah, it was filmed on a ranch in Malibu. Yeah, there's a Paramount shit Ranch, <laughs> and then the desert areas that they're in, it, they filmed over the same desert areas like seven times. Yeah, so, and, like, those desert areas, I'm like, I've definitely hiked there before. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. So it was, like, super easy to do yeah. the shooting and the filming. That's why I believe it was filmed in 21 days. It's not like what Seven Samurai, which was filmed over the course of, like, three years or some crazy shit yeah. like that. But, no, I think, I mean, you have to think, the problem is period pieces can be expensive. They can be, um, they can be unless they're Western. Because of costume. Because, and... Well, Western, dude, like, I'd say Western is probably the easiest period piece to, to do because of how many sets exist. And I like, guess. Like the costumes, that they're not that expensive. We've bought costumes. Like, well, I've bought costumes from you the have. era. And that's it's also purchased, not bought. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've spent my hard-earned cash. <laughs> yeah, I've purchased. Thank you. Yeah. I, I've purchased fucking costumes from that era they're not that expensive as long as uh, if you're not buying silk you know and they didn't they weren't wearing yeah. silk so. uh, the nice guy was wearing like some well just look, some good high grade looking uh cotton or linens he probably had the most expensive costume. yeah everyone else pretty damn simple D nobody brought up that he got stabbed in the fucking shoulder <laughs> oh i know right and he was just fine he was he was just yeah along. <laughs> he just fucking went along with it he was absolutely fine just pulled out the knife yeah stabbed the guy with it and then like nobody was like hey is your wound infected like yeah, exactly. is it no you know? nobody even asked if he was like fine they were just like oh your horse is dead or injured oh that was a sad scene <laughs> that was um, sad yeah but like uh, uh, as much as that dude was an asshole he was a bit of a badass <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it's funny that I talked about like, oh, you guys are stupid because you got married, and then, and then Chicory was like, well, yeah, <laughs> he like <laughs> yeah. kind of agreed with that, which was funny. My wife thought that. Was I really funny liked too. the the last line, uh, or not the last line, dudes. but like Kurt Russell's last line, where he said, um, like, say, uh, say hello to my wife, and I'll say hello to yours. Yeah, oh, was that like, was super oh, that's, sweet. Ah, oh, what a what a dude. <laughs> I know, right? That was so sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly. Can I give another minor gripe? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the uh, Brooder's facial hair didn't grow at all, even though they're out in the desert for days, and I definitely don't think that he took time to shave. I mean, they weren't. They were out for, like, a couple days, but I don't know if it'd be long enough to really be noticed. He'd at least have 5 o'clock shadow after at least a day. At least, yeah, but 
Maybe he carried a razor with him. He seemed like the kind yeah. of pretty boy that would. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That, like that is Kurt a Russell's very beard. that is a very minor <laughs> detail. Yeah, yeah. I definitely like Kurt Russell's beard though. It was cool. I yeah, want it. I now. think he looks good with that kind of facial hair. Honestly, this yeah. is, and in my opinion, this is where Kurt Russell shines, man. Like, I really don't oh, care yeah. for him very much, but when he's in a really? damn western, yeah, I mean, I don't really care for Kurt Russell too much. Like, he doesn't, you know, I mean, he, he wasn't the guy I liked to watch. Um, he's been Didn't in we a, watch uh, fucking Big Trouble Little China? Yeah, Did but... Did you enjoy that movie? <laughs> I do enjoy the movie, but do I care about Kurt Russell? Nah, not really. Yeah. Like, I just don't care about Kurt Russell very much. I like the movies he's in, you know, for yeah. the most part. But uh, that's because they're normally, like, really silly, outlandish, overdramatic, over-the-top films, almost all of them. Um, even the one where he's Santa Claus. It's a ridiculous movie. <laughs> <laughs> I never yeah, watched Yeah, I forgot it, about that. But it's fucking uh, weird. Fuck. Yeah. Um, What's it called? Oh, God, I don't know. I think it's, like, Saint Nick or some shit like that. It's like I don't something know. else. I don't know. Yeah. But he why? Was, I don't know, dude. They were like, "Yeah, let's get a rugged Santa." I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> he is like, yeah, he's literally a rugged. He's like Santa, but if Santa was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Santa was your dad who left when you were five. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy, I don't know. Um, I just don't super care for him on screen when I watch his movies. Um, uh, cause. As much as he is typecast for some reason, whenever I see a movie with Kurt Russell, I just don't... I feel like I'm not watching Kurt Russell. I don't know how to put it. It's weird. It's weird. But I, What do you mean? I, I really don't know how to explain it, man. I'm like struggling. Because I feel like that that is my maybe biggest um, dislike of Kurt Russell is he kind of does play the same guy yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, I can guarantee you, even if we watched the fucking Santa movie that he's in, mm -hmm. he'd still be playing be Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> See, but the, yeah. okay, so I guess what I'm trying to say is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's the same guy in every movie, except okay. maybe. I thought you were about to be like. <laughs> I thought you were about to give him. Be like, he is a different guy in every <laughs> movie. <laughs> no, no. The only movie he's not the same guy is, like, Twins. And I love Twins. Yeah. It's a great movie. Twins is. But. Twins is great. He's still Arnold. And, like, every movie he's in, yeah. he's Arnold. But I love watching Arnold. I love Arnold. Yeah. Kurt Russell, he's the same guy in every movie, but I just don't love watching him in every movie. Yeah. I just don't care. I think, uh, I think Kurt Russell's the kind of guy where I'm happy to see him in a movie. Now, Even if he, I know he's going to play the same guy. <laughs> now, <laughs> this movie, though, Westerns in particular, I feel like he really shines at. I really like yeah. watching him in this setting. I, I really enjoyed him in this movie. This movie, I was well, like, then, yes, dude, he's great. You will love Tombstone. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I, I've seen it, but I saw it when I think when I was what ten or some shit like that. Too young okay. to understand like half the shit that was happening. Um, yeah. I do need to watch it again, but yeah, no, he, he's well. We watched it already, basically. <laughs> oh, is it similar to this? They got to go rescue something. No, it's uh, it's the same story as My Darling Clementine. Oh yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. We actually, basically watched Tombstone it is the town, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, who the fuck decided to name a town Tombstone? You know. <laughs> it was like, what? Th this one where it was like, Bright Hope. You're like, yeah, that that is that kind of name they would give, like, uh, a, a town a in the middle town, of nowhere. Yeah, Frontier. Because yeah, you're trying to be like, nah, we're, we got Bright Hope here. Well, they, they thought Tombstone because <laughs> it's a sad place to live, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, I thought he was great in this. I loved watching Kurt Russell in this. I think he shines a lot in these westerns type movies. I'd like to see him in in some more, um, but yeah, I thought I thought he did great. Um, yeah, I thought all the actors did great. I honestly didn't even know it was uh, Richard Jenkins at first. I had no idea that was him. And then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, hold the fuck on. And then I <laughs> looked real quick, and I was shocked, but pleasantly surprised. He was great. My favorite yeah. line in the movie is when they're doing that little town hall meeting at the at the drunken goat, or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> and the mayor shows up, and his wife is like, uh, can somebody explain why the mayor of the town was not informed? <laughs> and uh, yeah. fucking Richard Jenkins was like, oh, the sheriff told me, but I'm old, and I forgot. That's my <laughs> yeah, favorite that was, line, dude. Uh, that was the thing so is, funny. I had forgotten what the line was, but I remembered it being really funny, so I was like waiting for you to say it because I was like, I didn't that, remember it being like really yeah. funny. Oh, dude, I thought that was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's just like so great. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of good, a lot of good shit from this movie. Yeah, it's hard to like all the things that are wrong with it are just so small, like. It doesn't yeah. even matter. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. I'd re- I definitely would recommend this movie to, to anyone I know who could stomach it. Because mm-hmm. I, I think as yeah. much as you and I probably wouldn't be too aren't too affected by it, I think this is definitely the kind of film where, um, I mean, it starts with slight like slitting someone's neck, yeah, or throat. And it's a bit and like, silly. I was making a joke with my wife. The amount yeah. of crunching that dude was making. Oh, I know. It's like that's not. He's not even hitting yeah. bone at that point, and he's crunching. Like what? What the fuck? Kind of did he have rocks in his throat when he slid it? Like, <laughs> it, it was just dumb. I thought it was dumb the beginning. Everything else is good, but like that's that's another small detail that I didn't like. Um, was the amount of crunching in the throat when he was cutting mm. through it? <laughs> it did make very over the top sounds for like all the all the violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just fun, you know. Yeah, it's fun no, it's fun. Um, um, but I also liked when the guy like walks forward and he's like. Why is it more expensive the more songs you play? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was <laughs> like, a funny. Like surely, yeah. He's like surely three cents should get me, like to, like for three songs it shouldn't be more than buying one song. Yeah, you'd like think it would get cheaper, right? <laughs> he's like, well, after two songs I get tired, so I just a way to try and get people not to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like take it off the sign then. Yeah, and then he pays them a dime and turns it over. The starting fee is a drink. Yeah, <laughs> of my choice. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, as much as I did. Which like that guy, I I looked up who he was because it at first I was like, no, he'd be dead by now, because it looked like Donald Pleasance mm-hmm. from like uh, fucking Halloween. Yeah. But it's not; it's the uh, the principal from Back to the Future. But oh, he does kind of look a bit like Donald he Pleasance. Does. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey Reese. Uh, yeah. Let's take a break right here, right at thirty-five. Okay. So okay, and uh, we're back. We just took a quick break because I had the shit. <laughs> this is what happens when you drink uh, pumpkin spice lattes? I get you going yeah. in the morning. I guess it's I'm good. Glass. It's good to have a one glass two of my energy drink that I'm having. Oh, what energy drink are you drinking? The Tesco branded one. <laughs> Tesco brand. Yeah, it's basically yeah, it's just like a su- the supermarket one. Yeah, but does it taste good? No, because they also didn't have anything except the sugar-free version. Oh, but God, it was it 70 pence for a liter bottle. So I was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, then. Yeah. 
But anyway, where did <laughs> yeah, you if you go with the like the uh, branded one, I don't remember where we left off. I'm being honest with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we were talking about. Uh, yeah, I remember we were talking about cutting the throat. Um, oh yeah, just all the crunchiness and yeah. Then, and I guess yeah. I guess I think what I was saying was um yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of just a little small details that that you can yeah. nitpick about, but overall the film's really good. Um, yeah. I don't think we ever got into the actual budget of the film. Like we did, we talked about the budget, but we didn't talk about the box office. What it made. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's so really made sad. It didn't even make half a million. No, four hundred eighty-one thousand box office. The thing that's odd is, mm-hmm. I remember hearing all about this film when it came out. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't hear about shit. This came out twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. When this movie came out, I remember hearing like seeing so much advertisement for it, and like hearing a lot of stuff about Bone Tomahawk, and I felt like I'd I'd slept on it and fucked up and missed. So obviously, I'm the reason this movie didn't make money is because I kept forgetting to go see it. Oh, this came out <laughs> October twenty third, twenty fifteen. Okay, I was already in the military, <laughs> so no okay. why I didn't hear about this shit. So I guess I would have been just freshly uh freshly off the boat here in over here in Swansea. Were you? Yeah, because we both you. I was coming here the exact same time you were shipping out. Yeah, you left, because I, I took you to the airport. Yeah. Yeah, your first time. And, um, yeah, I remember that. I had to take a piss on our way back. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. My mom tells that story often. <laughs> oh, yeah, your mom messaged me the other day. She sent me a picture with you, me, and David in the uh, oh, yeah. the library. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we stick yeah. out and it was so like... hard. Just a bunch of old white people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it also just said like, oh, uh, it was it was congratulating us because technically it was supposed to be a scholarship fund, yeah, yeah. and like I was like, yes, yet? no, I don't think, no, we might have when Dave was on. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I think we did. Yeah, because yeah, we talked about how we made that that documentary for for yeah, we definitely talked about it the first time that yeah. Dave was on the podcast. And we just we were just talking about how the three of us were idiots. The amount of effort we just we stole like five hundred dollars from the library. No, we stole four hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy though. Um, but in fairness, um, it was the best project that was turned in. So, I am you know, surprised. That's how a competition that. works. I am so surprised by that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not, because most people are pretty bad at making anything. I don't know, man. Looking <laughs> it at... shocks me. It shocks me handing somebody like a f- like a camera, uh-huh. especially this day and age. Like so many people take photos of everything. Yeah, like, all and I'm the like, time. and then I go, cool. Now just do a video version of that. And they're like, ah, oh, how should I? Like, what do you want me to film? I'm like, have, like just make comp- compose it as a shot. Like, yeah. I don't understand what you mean. Like, do what you would do in a photo. But it's gonna go for a while. Like I think the problem is, is that there's so many AI programs out there right now that that help people take the perfect picture. But when okay. it comes to filming, there's you have to do pretty much everything manually. Um, yeah, and, I guess. Including using you know really expensive software and, yeah. and manually making everything look nice and the editing software yeah. and all that. Cameras and like you know photography software on like our apps Mm -hmm. and whatever are really damn good and mostly they just do all the work for you you just slap a filter and your camera does beautification automatically Mm -hmm. gone are the days where you have to go to photoshop and make yourself look pretty it just does it automatically yeah so it really does uh, take a lot away from uh you know the user the user doesn't have to not not to put people on blast but like so i have to do this project for stuff and things that I'm doing and uh, 
Um, just not to be too specific because I don't want to kind of mention too much about kind of work and what what I do for work. But um, mm -hmm. uh, like we're I'm I'm gonna have to try and make this video for like people in for people in my company to see. Mm -hmm. And that means that I'm I'm gonna have to switch it. I'm gonna have to not be in it. I mean, that's the answer. Why? <laughs> it's because I had somebody film it. Oh. And not to put that person on like on okay. blast, but it it was just it was just bad. <laughs> I get what you're saying. It was it was all for, framed really poorly, like not the best shot, like, and I was like, oh no. But yeah, what I'll do is next week I'm just gonna have to reshoot it. Um, but I just won't be the person in it. Have I'll have you... somebody else be the person in it, and I'll be the cameraman. You know, what would be a huge help to you. It's not gonna be as good quality, obviously, but um, a tripod. <laughs> no, a new the new iPhones. Mm -hmm. The new iPhones. Have you heard what they have? What kind of technology they have in it now? No, I've I've heard that the 13 has a crazy camera. That's what I'm talking. That's about. all I've heard. The 13, well, not just the camera, but it's the software, because that's that's really where iPhone is winning at, is their mm -hmm. image processing, uh, as well as their uh, their video processing. Um, so they have this they have this uh, I don't know what to call it a a software. That will, they call it. What do they call it? They call it like cinema style or whatever. And uh, okay. you click on the the cinema option, right? As you're filming, it autom because it's already it's usually on infinity focus when it's filming, right? When it's yeah. doing its filming. Well, it actually uses this AI to blur out the background and focus in what's closer or whatever you want. So, for example, say you're filming a shot. Two people are at two different distances. Uh, the first person mm -hmm. in the front closest to the camera starts to talk. It focuses on that, blurs everything in the background. Then the person in the back replies as they're talking. It focuses on them and blurs what's up close. Okay. Automatically. I'll have to take a look at that. So it really the, helps here's people the... who don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, A, that's just proving your point even further. Exactly. <laughs> It is, yeah. Um, and B, I'll have to, like, try my... It'll be a while till I'll be able to, because I only upgraded, um, like, a couple months ago, so... Yeah, well, I'm not saying um, you need it, because you probably don't need it. You've been doing this no. long enough. Uh, I mean, like, it'll help you out in terms of getting other people to film shit for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then they could do that. And then iPhone stabilization is really, like, top of the line. So people yeah. with shaky-ass hands can have a pretty stable-ass shot. Um, That's my biggest problem that uh, I've come back to now is using my like camera mm -hmm. and being used to iphone and like i'm like fuck i'm so shaky <laughs> yeah iphones have really good stabilization so they're just they're really good for that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah you really can't be iphone when it comes to cameras no one really can i think the closest yeah. is the google pixel but who the fuck wants that i don't like the pixel yeah personally. who wants a google phone <laughs> i don't like them personally they're made of plastic like i'd rather have a, my my bing phone you know <laughs> shut the fuck up. bing phone <laughs> Well, I have the HTC uh, One Plus. I really like that phone. I'm really happy yeah. with it. Yeah, you always really liked HTC, though. Yeah, I kind of have. Um, it's just difficult because whenever you're one of those guys who don't get like a Samsung or an iPhone, the yeah. the support doesn't it doesn't always stay for very long. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just because Samsung is uh, like a, the Galaxy phones. They always have shit tons of people. It seems like it's gotten to this point where it's like you're either Galaxy or your iPhone. Everybody yeah. in between gets kind of forgotten about when it comes to shit like <laughs> phone cases or like whatever. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so, uh, but I really yeah. like my HTC One Plus. It's really nice. So, I'm sticking. I'm with trying to be good and keep my case on my phone these days. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with, with my current setup. What did I have before? I did have a Galaxy, uh, but it was like the the later Galaxy, and I think they started slowing them down intentionally. I don't know. I think they are. Didn't they accuse that uh, with Apple? They did, yeah. But Apple was, was uh, making the batteries smaller over time with software. Yeah. But um, you could tell that these things are just going obsolete so quick. And I'm hoping that HTC doesn't go that route, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I've only had it, I think I've had it less than a year. Uh, come February, it'll be a year, so, yeah. But anyway. Well, I need, yeah. I've had my, yeah, I've had the I, what, iPhone mini, the 12 mini. That's oh, what I got. yeah. And the main problem with it is, is the battery. But that is kind of just That's was the, the problem right from the beginning because yeah. it's the mini. Yeah, it's the mini. Um, but to be fair, like I remember, like when I went to go get it, I was like, I want the mini, and they're like, you know, how small it is, right? And I was like, yeah, I want a small phone. Yeah, like, it's I, perfect. I don't. It's perfect size. <laughs> I think you've mentioned her name on the podcast before, so I'll, I'll. You can tell me if if you haven't, and I can bleep it out if it needs to be. All right. Um, but I remember this is like 20, 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. and uh, we were hanging out with Gray. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned her name. Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, oh, check out how big my phone is. Like, how big the screen oh, is. Oh, she had the and note, I was like, didn't she? Yeah, she had the note, yeah. yeah. This thing was massive. And I was like, but I remember even then going, I thought the whole point of technology progressing was that things were getting smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and then now I got to, it like, it took so long for the iPhone to like make a good phone that was a size that's close to the 5, because I loved the 5 size. Oh, the 5 wasn't, And I wasn't going to get the SE. Yeah. yeah. But no, I just like, I, I just want, I want slim small technology yeah. that's what i like Did I, <laughs> I don't want a big ass phone i picked up my six because i have a 6s uh my old 6s that i got it was the first phone yeah. i ever bought myself um i was in the army and that was back in 20 2015 when i bought it uh mm-hmm. so like barely five years instead ago, of going to see bone tomahawk you spent money on an iphone i didn't know bone tomahawk was that all right <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i did watch what did i watch that year? apparently nobody did <laughs> no i think i saw uh I saw Quentin Tarantino's movie, his western that came out in 2015. Uh, was that the same year? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, what was it oh, called? Uh, Hateful. Oh Eight. my god, it was. He was in two fucking westerns, and what did he just? Is that why he had the beard? He was like, I've already got it ready to go, Probably. guys. <laughs> but the Hateful Eight. Oh my god, I loved that movie. Absolutely love that movie. The sh- okay, we're talking cinematography. I love the cinematography in that movie. It is so okay. Cool. I love the the stage feeling it has too where it's like all mm-hmm. one freaking set it's oh it was glorious love yeah. that movie i also i feel like hateful eight is up there with like lord of the rings of like that film fact that people fucking bring up all the time oh which one <laughs> the guitar the guitar i don't think i know this one do you not know about the guitar no, i don't think i know this one Oh, I'm so sorry to everyone who's heard this a million times. <laughs> Did you know that the the guitar that he actually breaks was on loan from a museum? Oh. And it was like an actual authentic eight, 1850 yeah. like guitar. Yeah. It was at the time. And uh, yeah, and he didn't realize that he wasn't playing the prop one. He thought it, like he thought he was playing the prop one, not the yeah. the one on loan, and just <laughs> broke it. And so like funny. that's why you see the girl. So um, the girl's reaction is like she stares at the camera like fuck guys like this is that was not he know does he know that that's the wrong one <laughs> you know it's funny because like i don't even notice i didn't know and i don't hear that fact very often okay. actually at all i hear the uh, but you know the lord of the rings fact though i don't know i don't think so 
With uh, the helmet. When he kicks the helmet. No, no, I don't know that one. Do you live under a rock? <laughs> no, dude, I just don't know that fact. <laughs> it's like the the one that's like everyone is like, oh, did you know that when Viggo Morrison kicks, his, kicks that helmet, the reason he's screaming is because he actually broke his toe. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't yeah. talk to very many Lord of the Ring fans. Um, okay, I don't I'll have to send you the. I'll have to send you the video. Um, it's like for this this channel I watch on YouTube, yeah. and it's like him, and he's like sitting with his wife, and he's like puts on Lord of the Rings, and he's just sitting there like telling her every fact, <laughs> and then finally she's like, "Hey, can we just fucking watch the movie?" Like, just <laughs> no. He's like, "That's it. You're right. No more fun facts. No more fun facts." And then it just cuts to that scene. Uh-huh. And you just it just zooms in on him as he's like fucking bursting in the veins, like, and then finally he just goes, "Did you know Viggo Morrison actually broke his toe when he kicked that helmet?" <sighs> yeah, he broke his toe. Yeah, it's a big thing. He's a real good actor. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's if you go on the Lord of the Rings subreddit, yeah. like fifty percent of the posts are like making fun of Viggo Morrison breaking his toe when he kicked the helmet. The only one that I heard a lot of was the one from Django. You know. The one where he breaks the glass in his hands. Oh yeah, and he actually that one, rubs yeah. the blood on the actress's face. Yeah, <laughs> that's an insane scene, dude. <laughs> that is an insane scene. But that's the one I heard of the most because you know, it was very popular. <laughs> yeah, no, that one was super popular, and it's also it's also because everyone was like, he needs that an scene Oscar, happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him his Oscar yeah, now, exactly. please. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people shout. I still haven't watched the fucking movie that he got his Oscar for. Uh, the Revenant? Yeah, The Revenant. Yeah. Still haven't watched it. Got to, though. Yeah, it's okay. The thing is, is, is it's not a bad it. performance. Yeah. It's not a bad performance on his part. Tom Hardy steals the movie more than anybody, I think, in my opinion. He um, is very hit or miss. Yeah, he definitely yeah. is. Um, miss being Locke. <laughs> Locke? Are you sure yeah. it's not the first uh, Venom? Uh, well, that, that that those both of those are probably awful. Did you watch the second one? Did you watch the first? <laughs> no, one? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not watching the first one. I'm not watching the second one. I have very little interest in watching uh, Venom at all. Okay. I just don't. I, I don't watched. See it. I watched both. I watched the first because you know I was like, okay, okay, let's see what they do. I like Tom Hardy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy actually does a really good performance in both those movies. He has okay. such a deranged like. He just looks like shit. Like, the whole yeah. fucking movie. He looks like he's living with an alien inside his body. He looks like absolute garbage. He looks like he's going insane. You know, kind of like the... I'm a little similar to how Bronson was a little bit insane, but this is a whole nother level of, like, this man is suffering. And I think he does a really good job with it. Um, everything else is kind of garbage, but, you know, it's, it's, it's fun action if you like watching that shit. But... Yeah. Tom Hardy like does a good job at what he's supposed to be doing in that movie. <laughs> so his okay. acting, I think, is great. It's the it's the star of the show. Okay. Yeah. Well, he is the star of the show. Yeah, and reality, he does a good job of doing it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's just but, uh, he's, he's crazy. I just can't believe you didn't know those two facts. I feel no, like they're the I didn't. most. I didn't know. I feel like once a week on all the Instagram pages I follow about movies, oh, like well, it's mentioned at least once a week on any of them. See, I follow I follow History Photographed, which I like seeing every once. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. Oh no, I don't follow that one. I follow Old Dot Photos. Oh okay, yeah. And it's like it's 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 so it's not like historical stuff in terms of like this big event. It's literally just like 
a couple having a picnic in like 1830 yeah but it's just a photo that they found and it's like it's just nice See, it's like oh look at that history photographed has that stuff as well but it mm -hmm. does focus more on like historical shit yeah. Um, which I think is really cool because then I start learning a lot of stuff too. <laughs> yeah. Not just like, oh, cool, old photo. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. This person He was a died Nazi. <laughs> yeah, something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is actually a photo of a serial killer when he was an innocent child or some shit like weird. <laughs> they have weird old photos um, that are like historically weird. <laughs> I saw just, just thinking about the Nazi thing, I saw this, uh, somebody sent me something, it was like a a TikTok mm -hmm. and fucking Christ, do I hate TikTok? But uh, I know I don't have it. So the problem, the thing is, I don't have it. But like everything on Reddit or Instagram just seems to be TikTok now. Mm -hmm. So I'm at this point now where like the reason I got Reddit yeah. was because everything that I was seeing on Instagram, people were like, "Oh yeah, well we've seen this on this page on on Reddit like a couple days ago." Yeah. So like everyone was recycling shit from there. So I was like, "Oh, let's go on Reddit then." So I started going on Reddit, and now everything on Reddit is tiktok shit so i'm like do i just go on tiktok then because I, the whole point of why i came here was to circumvent like to get to the source of the funny yeah yeah <laughs> so but also i just out of principle feel like i shouldn't go on tiktok mostly because um china yeah i just i china um no because i feel like i'm genuinely just too old for it <laughs> like in the in the dumbest way i could possibly say that i genuinely feel like maybe it's not for it's i've we've officially hit the point where there's something that came out that's just it's just not from my my uh, generation. But all those people and I need to making it and making it popular are our age. <sighs> I just I just don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't. Mo like, but anyhow, <laughs> mostly in part of uh, China, but secondly because mm -hmm. I just don't find it like I find it soul consuming. Yeah, like, that's true. Also, I try to not be on my phone as much, so the more I download things of me to go on my phone and look at, yeah. the the less that's helpful. I mean, trust me, I still sometimes get consumed into the reels on Instagram, because they do have something similar. Yeah. Um, and I like to go Same. through that every once in a while, and occasionally you find some funny or cool shit, like, you know, that you enjoy, because they're algorithms yeah. or whatever, but I just... <laughs> yeah, all my Instagram reels are people, like trying on suits and like talking about how to tailor a suit and like yeah. the steps to make a bespoke suit and like yeah yeah, yeah but tell I you just, more about suits <laughs> i just don't like tiktok and what tiktok is i don't know what it is it's just i don't like yeah. it it's um no, I'm with you. it's just an entertainment app it's not a social media yeah. app or anything like that no um you just scroll through it mindlessly like a zombie while the chinese government collects information <laughs> on you and there you go yeah. that's what it does feeds you more focused ads and all that and does all that shit. I just don't... I don't want yeah. another thing that I'm tying myself to. It's, it's bad enough I have Facebook and Instagram. I don't want another thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That being said, like, starting a new thing or, or, or going... Like, having a new profile and seeing how much the algorithm doesn't understand what you're into mm. is hilarious. Oh, is it? Like, the amount of shit that it throws at you because it doesn't know what it, you want to see yet. Yeah. Yeah, I have a love-hate and relationship with with the algorithm because one, yeah. it's like, cool, you're showing me things alike, but two, oh, that means you know who I am. <laughs> yeah, I was watching a lot of like Bald and Bankrupt a while back, uh -huh. and he was in like a so, like uh, Islamic countries, uh -huh. and so he was saying like salam alaikum to like everybody, uh -huh. 
and I guess my like w- you know the speakers that are always listening were hearing that. Mm. So I started getting a bunch of targeted ads for like uh, uh, like Muslim dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> That's really um, and then I started getting really weird ads of people being like uh, basically like the rapture but Islamic version. Oh my god. <laughs> That's and then being like, are you prepared for when Allah comes and cleanses the world of all sin? I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that is nuts. But at the same time, most of the ads that I normally get, I skip. That one, I'm like, oh, oh let's, let's find out about this one. <laughs> let's explore. <laughs> yeah. And then hole. I have uh, like, I have a different account that I use at, for YouTube when I'm at work because oh. I don't want things that I watch on my own time to accidentally pop up on my screen at work because <laughs> um, like it's a slightly distracting because i'll be like oh i do want to know uh, <laughs> what choke point would cause world war three <laughs> uh, um but and yeah so, so i but because of that of course it only hears what i say at work which means all my targeted ads are financial services um like just everything insurance and financial services housing markets like all this stuff like yeah. all this and I'm just like, oh, please don't. <laughs> yeah. I've always but been yeah. curious into financial services, to be honest. Like, yeah. Would it actually help someone in, like, middle class to upper middle class? You know? As someone who slightly works in the industry, I'll have to say that kind of, kind of. is the answer. Yeah. But the thing that i'll put forward that is just my personal opinion um is is it's the major rule of anything when you anything in life that i follow Mm -hmm. um if if it doesn't make them money why are they offering it to you Mm -hmm. so like Like anything that comes to you that's like this will be a service that helps you why would they be going out of their way to make sure you have more money or like why aren't they using utilizing the same techniques to be wealthy or whatever yeah yeah i guess that makes sense so that's where i always get a little skeptical with stuff like that that's very true very very true um yeah because i've always been curious of like like financial advisors or people i could just hand my money and they'll they'll invest it and they'll do what they need to do with it and then just give me money as a return or some shit you know thing is they still will help you give money for a return but they still take such a cut yeah and like that yeah like being uh like honestly probably the the easiest business not the easiest business to like run because it is quite difficult but the easiest business to start and like you can easily make money is is just like um like what is it it's uh what's the name of that like it's like basically oh yeah uh, like finance management essentially where rich people just go here's my money you make sure everything's fine and then you go no problem and then you're just sitting there with like billions of dollars and you just make sure it goes here make sure it goes there and take a little bit off the side yeah and your job is literally just to make sure that they still have money yeah you manage their finances for them yeah right now i'm doing all my financial managing myself (laughs) and i think i prefer myself and control that way yeah (laughs) i'm not a billionaire so i don't need someone to to make sure i got my taxes paid or do anything like that Mm. i just go to the tax man (laughs) the tax man take my ass there tell them here you go tell me what i owe you or tell me whatever needs to get done yeah yeah yeah, I started doing that because things got complicated after I got married, and I was like, "Shit, 
Yeah? It's not simple. I can't just do it online <laughs> now. I gotta fucking... It's complicated, and I got lazy, so I just went to the fucking... Yeah. I just went to the H&R block, and I was like, here you go, you handle it. That's why Britain is nice. Just uh, They just do it for you. They do? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And apparently, uh, there was a whole video on YouTube that talks about, like, how every other country, the government does it for them. Oh, yeah. But the reason that the U.S. doesn't have that is because TurboTax, H&R Block, all these companies make so much money from it, they lobby against being, a, like, the government trying to take over it. Because yeah. they want to make money off of you. And that's pretty bullshit, because, yep. honestly... <laughs> Honestly, if you can go to jail and get arrested for not doing yeah. it, why is it not a publicly offered service? Because you're forcing us to do yeah. it. Yep. It's being forced. That's how I feel us. about a few things. Yeah, just if the government forces you, is going to force you to do something, it should be it should very be available for everyone yeah. to do. Yeah. For everyone. Because, like, what the yep. hell? <laughs> We're paying yeah. taxes on everything else. Shit. That's like uh, uh, Boogie. His opinion, even though he's, you know, he's he's much more uh right wing in terms of like uh a lot of policies than all of us he yeah. still like was he didn't like obamacare but not in the sense of like he doesn't want public health care he was just like no no, no. don't forced. baby step me toward public health care just all or nothing <laughs> yeah he's like he'd rather just be like than say x amount means that you're just good to go yeah sadly sadly though that's a much harder deal for them to to wing because people are so quick <laughs> yeah. to cry communism you know it's like yeah. jesus christ people we just want people to have access to health care yeah <laughs> i never understood like i still even as a kid never understood people like why is it my job to pay for your like health care and i'm like because you're not a prick i thought yeah also like, they're paying for their own too don't they realize that yeah you're not just paying for someone else's you're paying for your own yeah <laughs> like shit. but like i just don't understand why like that like i if i if i paid X amount of uh, like I do. I pay X amount of money into the healthcare system every year. Uh, working and living in the UK as a citizen here, yeah. like, it, why do I like? Even if I don't go to the doctors, I'm not like, oh, why am I paying? I just go, oh, I just didn't use it. And you get to utilize it yourself whenever you need yeah. to, whenever you want. Yeah. You know, most people pay health insurance regularly for a lot more than what they would yeah. be paying for a universal healthcare. Yeah, and, not uh, to put my uh, every year. Yeah, <laughs> and not to put my surgery on blast, but they're fucking awful. <laughs> what the public healthcare? No, but just the the no the the surgery by my house is just pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they fucking piss me off every time I talk to them. The thing, well, no, that's not true. The one one time they were fucking awesome. Yeah. The one time, like it just didn't involve like anything really medical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um. Because, oh, I forget what I was saying. I, I, I forget what happened where I called up mm-hmm. and I was discussing something and then um, I didn't have like... Oh, no, no. I, so, yeah, I signed up for the surgery and then it came back and it was like, thanks for joining the surgery, George Freeman. And I was like, George. that's not my name. And it was, And I thought it was funny and then I was like... Uh, actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> considering <laughs> that's a problem. Considering the the vaccine rollout kind of runs through uh, the medical system, yeah. I don't want them to be like, we've got a vaccine for for Oscar Freeman, and then they're just like, uh, we don't have an Oscar, we've got a George. Is George ready to go? And they're like, no, we don't have George ready, but uh, we'll contact you when George is ready. Yeah. And I was like, that just scenario went through my head, and I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I had to call them and be like, why is my name George? <laughs> yeah. And they uh. They fixed that for me. They like they were on. They they apparently called like 
fucking some other office and we're on hold for like two hours to get through to them to fix it and i was like oh wow thanks yeah yeah (laughs) but then if i'm like can i have an appointment they're like no so here's a question though because i don't remember if i ever asked you but do you have an do you have an option or or access to private health care as well if you wanted there's an option for private health care yeah yeah so even if you wanted to continue to go to your own private health care and and spend more money for what you think is better health care you can do that yeah. So yeah, I, I don't understand why it's such a problem here for people to understand in America. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, my my problems with the healthcare system here are just some of the things of how it's set up, not specifically the function of universal healthcare, but just the way that it's designed currently. But also a lot of that comes down to uh like funding problems, mismanagement on the conservative side because of the fact that they've kind of been secretly, not secretly, but they've, they have been trying to, like, make it less good so that people then think that the private version is better. This sounds super conspiracy, but it is, it's, it's what le- most people pretty much agree at this point, like, they've kind of yeah. sabotaged it to make it look like the private sector is a better option. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, well, look how bad the system works look how poorly it works it's not working at all and it's like yeah but it's not working because you're not funding them and you're also making it too complicated for people to use yeah it's like you're like, not trying to on fix purpose. it that's why it's not working yeah <laughs> yeah um but i think at this point um i don't think they could i think the nhs is fucking safe for a while now oh, yeah. um, because of the pandemic i think the pandemic happened and people don't care how bad the system is they're like yeah you know in a pandemic uh, fucking free healthcare was great, so let's keep having that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a lot of our stuff taken care of by, you know, in terms of the COVID stuff, a lot of it was being mm-hmm. handled by the government. It was being taken yeah. care of over here. Uh, like, they were, hospitals were seeing people and being uh, given money in terms of grants from the government to, to handle it and to take care of yeah. anything that's COVID-related. Uh, I yeah. don't think the patients really had to pay anything or they were reimbursed, something like that. Uh, but the bills for anything COVID-related was essentially being taken care of. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's how it was going down here for a little bit. But obviously, anything non-COVID is just going to be, yeah, whatever. You guys still have to pay, literally, <laughs> like a thousand dollars a night. Yeah. For a freaking dude, room. I I got billed like a thousand thousand dollars for like two hours. Yeah, it's. Well, that was, like, with medication and everything. This is just a stay. Yeah, they gave night. me Tylenol. This is just a night in the room. Yeah. That's not including medication or anything. Yeah. Just to stay yeah. the night is $1,000. And then you have to get your your bills from the, you know, if you had surgery. Then you have to get your bill from the people who gave you the medicine. So there's, like, you get four, four different bills from four different places. One of them being just the room stay which is more expensive than any hotel you will ever get in your life probably (laughs) yeah and you get shitty food on top of it it's not even a good hotel (laughs) sometimes you have to share the room with someone else who's sick or annoying um yeah and then you have like all this other shit that's just inflated due to capitalism and the big pharma and all that shit it's Mm -hmm. just it's sad it's insane but you know, my career is kind of in this field, so you know, <laughs> I can, uh, I tend to benefit from it a little bit. The costs of things, um, but it's it's still awful. It shouldn't be that high. It's ridiculous. No, it shouldn't. Yeah. It shouldn't just to to try and, you know, live another day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Even if it's just a simple like, oh, I broke my finger. You know, 
Even if it's something as simple yeah. as that, it shouldn't cost you, like, your arm to fix your finger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking hospitals, man. Anyhow. Anyway, bone tomahawk. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, this guy's <laughs> leg was broken. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nasty. Um, actually, yeah. it wasn't that nasty. It didn't look bad. No, it wasn't. No, yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more gangrenous Yeah. they pulled it up. I thought they were definitely going to be like, oh, it's, look at how pussy it is. And I was like, no, it's it just was a little bleeding bit, a little bit. Yeah, the bone was a little There was like the amount that, norm- that actually would be in it. Yeah. That was the thing that was surprising, considering the over-the-topness of a lot of the gore in the film. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot worse looking. Um, I like how they gave you that little bit of, um, uh, like, anticipation when he pulled out the knife that you normally use for amputations. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But he just smacked it with a hammer real quick. <laughs> Popped yeah. it back into place and reset it. <laughs> I also like how that guy even he even kind of knew that like he woke up and the first thing he checked was like do I still have my leg? <laughs> yeah, I mean they put him out with opium and then of course if he smacks it with a hammer that's gonna knock you right out from just sheer pain. Yeah, <laughs> I was shocked they didn't like grab a twig and like put it in his mouth and be like bite on that. No, he had opium. It was good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is the medicine taking effect? He's like, my fingers are tingly. Like, All right, good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he could have bitten his tongue off. That's very true. <laughs> If he didn't have yeah. something to bite on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I like the way it was written. Everything seemed really genuine and realistic. And yeah. uh, I, I liked that a lot. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Good movie. And, and again, I, I I like movies where it's just slow. Yeah. Like, it just takes its time to do everything. And I'm like, but it, it's not boring scenes. Yeah, like, nothing's say. happening where I'm upset with it, sicking with this. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to watch this slow journey. Like, I have to emphasize, the favorite. pacing was done very well. So, oh, even yeah. though Reese is saying it's it's slow, it's... There's still stuff that happens, like, every scene. You're not kind of just yeah waiting or but they watching. I, I think I looked at the time to, like, see. They didn't get on the horses to start going off till 40 minutes in. Yeah, so that's like... But it didn't feel that. No, it didn't. The beginning went by quite quickly, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until when they started the journey that the pacing slowed down a little bit, but there's yeah. still something happening every scene, whether it be more backstory on our characters between, you know, for example, um, uh, what's his name, Odwar, or O'Dwyer? O'Dwyer, yeah. O'Dwyer, O'Dwyer. I kept wanting to call him O'Driscoll because of fucking Red Dead 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, this movie gave me very Red Dead vibes. But, um, yeah, I kind of want to play Red Dead 2. Yeah. Is it on sale right now? Steve's got sales going on. What's going on? What's Red going Dead's on, Steve? On sale yet, but, um, and I never, I mean, I have the second one, but I never really played it. Um, but anyway, so like the the Bruder and O'Dwyer uh, conflict was a little interesting, um, you know, regarding his wife and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, she did reject me, so I feel like I am entitled to a little bit of innuendo. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, though, like, like, yeah, no, he shouldn't have made that comment, though. Like, no, not uh, he in had his a ca- current like, state, not while she's yeah, kidnapped. In the current, yeah, if he made that comment when they were just, like, passing in town, it been I'd funny, have been like, yeah. you shouldn't have decked him, calm the fuck down. Yeah. But, like, clearly the guys like his wife is possibly dead yeah. they're they're possibly on their way to find out that his wife's already dead yeah, yeah. maybe don't make that joke <laughs> yeah exactly it was a bit and so his reaction made sense um, yeah and it wasn't a reaction where i was mad at him i was i was mad at the other guy yeah yeah exactly uh the other guy bruder shouldn't have said that but yeah at the same time you know that's brutish character he just was very yeah. 
cold and and calculating pretty much through the whole journey. He was very much like like kind of like when a veteran gets put back into their wartime during a very simple <laughs> situation and they're just <laughs> yeah. kind of like hyper focused on one thing and that's completing the mission without any any hiccups and like that's why he killed those Mexicans like without even hesitating. Like Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, that was fucked up. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a like a PTSD thing cuz he only did it right when they hit the bells. Yeah, yeah, he did. I noticed that. So I I was like is it going to be that like he's like sorry when the bells go like it just I just it was a reaction. Uh, <laughs> he, he's not a man to apologize. He probably made the excuse up afterwards. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I was worried about that when like he came back to camp. Oh yeah. And he was like it's it's me, it's Mr. O'Dwyer and they were like yeah, come on and I didn't hear Bruder say it, and then he was like he Mind slightly the touched the bell. Yeah. <laughs> And then when he slightly touched the bell, I was like, oh, fuck, is he going to get a shot right now? Because I really thought it was going to be that. Like, it was going to be him being like, no, sorry, I just, the second I hear, like, I've trained myself to, if I hear that bell, I shoot. Yeah, he was quite fast with that dog or whatever he shot. Yeah. Like, the That's definitely was like quick. a wolf or something, yeah. I liked that scene, though. He was real damn quick on that draw. Yeah. It's like, whoa. It was good. Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then, uh. Yeah, it was really interesting. I liked I liked all their interactions. There was a lot of tension between everyone, even though they were all working towards the same goal. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. Uh, but and you, I liked how you could see. It, well, it was around the time that he did end up then rebreaking the leg, but like you could see that like the sheriff was getting to a point where he was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm done." fucking babying you dude like yeah you catch up with us when you catch up with us like you can see it was just kind of done at that point yeah he's like i know i'm not gonna be able to stop you from coming but yeah we're, we gotta go and you probably sh i don't want you to die because he still didn't want yeah. him to die but you know he had to do something he had to tell him you either stay back or we gotta do something about this damn leg <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah, it was really interesting. But, I mean, if they cut the leg off, he wouldn't have been able to fucking come join as well, either, so... Um, yeah, but having no leg meant he wouldn't have had any dead weight. He might have been able to move, but he probably would have bled out and died. Yeah, probably. Um, but it was really interesting seeing that whole dynamic. Because, like, as the viewer, anything could happen in this film. Any one of our characters mm -hmm. could die at any time. There was a lot of uneasiness, and I thought that was really cool. So that when yeah. they did bring up amputation... It felt like a real option. We weren't like, nah, he's our protagonist. It's not going to happen. Yeah. We didn't feel like that. And I like movies that make you feel uneasy about our characters and we don't know what's going to happen. And this definitely yeah. did that. Like, very well, this movie could have had a bad ending where everyone died. And I would have fucking believed <laughs> yeah. that. I, I, was, I was really expecting, like, maybe only the girl, like, making it out. Yeah, she just had something. to find her way back. Yeah, exactly. Like, anything. <laughs> that's what I really thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's I really like that about it. Um, you know, it was funny. I was getting when they were in the cave and all that shit, and they were they were mm -hmm. captured. I had like Green Inferno vibes, like pretty hardcore. You had what? Green Inferno. You ever watch that? Uh, no. You never seen Green Inferno? It's not good. No. But I'm surprised okay. you haven't watched it. It's You're like, really selling it. It's a really <laughs> famous. Uh, what do they call it? You know, 1960s uh, jungle. Excuse me, native. You know, cannibalism. Like Cannibal um, Holocaust. Yeah, I know Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, Green Inferno is like very inspired by it. Okay. Yeah. Inferno. Twenty thirteen? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've seen the the poster, and I was like, "Oh, this just looks like Cannibal Holocaust." Yeah, exactly. It's it's super inspired by. It. I think it's one of the uh, most recent and last kind of you know movies that did stuff like that. Just because it is mm-hmm. harmful to native people of that area, you know, they aren't like yeah. that, and it kind of paints them in a bad picture. Yeah, but uh, that's what yeah. I th- I think this movie tried to like kind of swipe away that. Um, oh, it's fucking Eli Roth. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Eli isn't it? Roth. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think this movie tried to like swipe away the like, no, this isn't this isn't what all of them are like. This guy's saying that they think that the, he's that this is terrible, <laughs> and I was like, it's still not a great picture. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's uh, nothing you really want to do in these days. But yeah, um, it gave me Green Inferno vibes because. Uh, they basically do that. They capture a bunch of people. They're a cannibal, you know, tribal group. And yeah. there's this very, very gruesome scenes where they cut a dude up using, like, a bone axe type deal. Like a bone tomahawk? Like a bone tomahawk, yeah. <laughs> they use that. Um, and that might have that might have inspired our uh, antagonists in this film. I would have had no doubt mm. if it did. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal film. Um, yeah. Like, if you want to watch it, like, I have no no gripes. It's not a great film, but if you want to watch something like that, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think I'll probably give it a pass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll maybe watch it eventually, but it'll be it'll probably be on my watch list, and then like in twenty seven twenty twenty mm-hmm. twenty uh twenty twenty seven, I'll probably be like, oh yeah, this film. But it, I mean, it's interesting. And then I'll give it a watch. Yeah. You know, it's interesting <laughs> to say the least. Uh, but it's not like. Man, this is such a good movie. No, not at all. <laughs> but it did give me Green Inferno vibes. Uh, the the tribals and where they were captured and all that stuff. Um, mm. It felt very much so like that. Um, just like this whole, you can't communicate. Everything's kind of crazy. You know, you don't know what they're gonna do. And then they split a man in half. That's what they do in Green Inferno. They they completely okay. cut a man's limbs off entirely and. They, eat them alive in front of the people and it's it's like brutal. Yeah. So, so I'll say this about the uh, the cutting the guy in half thing mm. that kind of bothered me is if they're just going to eat him why did why did they do that? Why did they split him in half? Yeah. It looked like, like I way... definitely feel like they didn't do it to like scare them. No, no. Like I feel like they didn't care. Well, the way that they kind of split him in half uh so I don't know why they they had to do the whole split in half thing. But mm-hmm. the way that you uh, slaughter a deer is, like, you hang him up, not by the, the feet, but usually by, like, the mm-hmm. arms, and you'd cut the guts open, and, and that's how you spill yeah. the guts onto the floor. And then you can clean everything out from there. You kind of, like, scoop it out yeah. and carve it all out, all the nasty shit you're not going to eat. So the flipping upside down and splitting in half it didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, the flipping upside down to get his guts out, which eventually happened, yeah. sure. But, um... Like everything else just kind of felt a little bit like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe um, that's just like, how they like yeah, to what, their meat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> why was it necessary if they're if they're just doing this for food? Yeah. Why is it necessary for them to uh, scalp him, take his scalp, put it in his mouth, and then smack a fucking rod through his uh, throat? Is that what they did? They put a scalp in his mouth. Yeah. I didn't know. And then they that. made him. Then they made him eat it by like smacking that bone into his throat. Could be a ritual, you know. You never know. It's just maybe if you want to go that kind of reason, just it just felt for for me like 
it was pointless because it didn't feel like they even cared about the other prisoners' opinions. Yeah, right, but at the same time, why would they do it to scare them? What does the fear make the meat taste better or some shit? I don't know. How have you not heard that that's, that's definitely a thing? <laughs> fear makes it taste better. Um, but I, obviously they scalped them, though, because it's like, what's it called? Uh, I don't know if that was ever a thing. I mean, we, we heard about Native Americans scalping, you know, in, in combat and war as trophies. Yeah. But is that a real thing, or is that just, you know... So, as far as I'm aware, yeah. uh, scalping was a thing done by Native Americans because we started scalping them. And then as a way, because basically to like prove that you'd killed Native Americans, they asked for you to bring a scalp back. Oh, really? And then because we were scalping them, they were like, well, fuck you, we'll start scalping you. And then they're like, did you see that? They fucking scalped us. <laughs> like, they they scalp people. That's Isn't that barbaric, savage and yeah, crazy? Savage. Isn't that so barbaric? And then people were like, oh, fuck, they scalp people. And like... It's 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 a it's a very good example of like what I liked about Bruder's character in this movie is just like it's that violence begets violence kind of thing yeah. of like we you know the the frontiersmen showed up encroached on these people's land so they started fighting uh, and then like you know started killing them because they're like why are you here this is our land now yeah started killing them so then they started killing them so then it was just a cycle of cycle of cycle until eventually you just have a ten year old kid who has no way to try and not hate these people mm -hmm. because the only he is exists in this world where it is a war between us and them see and that's the problem and... with congress let's get back to politics <laughs> <laughs> they grew up with bigotry so that's what they learned yeah and to them it was normal and that's exactly what you're talking about with like the whole native hate thing yeah i like that line kurt russell said where he was like he would my horse would never let them take him he's he knows not to let savages ride them and he was like you trained your horse to be a bigot yeah i loved that line that was pretty funny i laughed pretty hard at that one actually it turns out he was right though yeah yeah, yeah. his horse Fucking put up hell. a fight and they just his they, horse was a was a white horse and it was racist yeah they they named they maimed him and uh, he had to go and finish the job and that's the only time we saw him uh feel anything yeah uh, but yeah, 116 apparently he killed. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But at the same time, when you're about to die, just, just tell a lie, you know? You never know. <laughs> they're they're, they're never going to find out. <laughs> yeah, he's like killed like 10. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He looks at the guy and he's like, it's 116. Yeah, that was, that was the number. You know what's that was, uh, yeah. He didn't seem mm -hmm. proud about it at all. No, that's like a good point. It felt like he was confessing a sin before he died. Uh, at that scene, mm. and that's really how it felt. Yeah, and, uh, I kind of like that. It's like Bruder, as much of an asshole as he was, he was a badass, but he had, and he did have a couple of redeeming qualities. You know, yeah. He said he never fell in love with a woman, but you know that could have been clearly, yeah. That could have been, you know, because he couldn't get a woman, and maybe that hurt him, and or maybe yeah. he did, and he was rejected. You know, you could tell there's like some underlying things he didn't want to share a whole lot of. And we saw his yeah. vulnerability with his horse, and he had to kill his horse, who was obviously the only romance he had. <laughs> that was quite sad. <laughs> Jesus. That was pretty sad. I mean, you could tell he loved his yeah. horse. and he, he did, yeah. He had a capacity for love. And in that last scene when he was dying and he confessed how many he killed, it did honestly feel like a confession almost of sins that, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, man, maybe this guy was just like a tortured soul, and that's why he was so yeah. freaking brutal you know what i didn't get what 
Why was the bar empty? Oh, yeah. Uh, was it just supposed to be, like, kind of like a... It was late at night. Uh, it was around 10 o'clock. Yeah? Yeah. I Was it just supposed to be, like, a... Um, kind of like a, a, a subversion? Where it's, like, instead of a, a, a packed bar that's full of people and everyone's crazy, it's just, like, no, there's, like, two guys in it. Well, I just took it. It, it was quite late. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. So. Yeah, 10 o'clock at night when it's supposed to be popping. Really? I don't, I don't know, man. Everybody was... Seeming kind of sleepy. Even the sheriff, when he walked into the sheriff's office, mm-hmm. he was just eating some soup, and it was uh, <laughs> really damn late. Yeah, it looked like he was closing up anyway. He didn't even have any yeah. lights on. <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh. Where he was like, "Be careful not to burn yourself on this one this time." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, no problem." And then he immediately did. And then he just dribbles it all on the freaking floor. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, but when he first walks yeah. in there, oh, there's something horrible about that tea you're cooking. It's like, it's because yeah. it's soup. And he's like, oh, in that case, it smells delicious. <laughs> and he's like, it tastes like corn. He's like, because it's corn chowder. <laughs> then that's about right on then. <laughs> Something that he said. Yeah. He's yeah, he's like, well, in that, in that case, it's uh, it's perfect yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he's such a funny character. He was good. You know, was really I'm, good. I'm glad he survived. But at the same time, I kind of I kind of thought he was going to be our one of our characters that was going to die. Because yeah, he has I th- so much to die for. <laughs> I think that was kind of... Uh, like, see, so when you were saying, like, this movie did feel like it had a lot of... Uh, it could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was the good bit about the film that I enjoyed. Yeah. Of, like, everyone everyone had that, had that moment where you're like... You know, when everyone has that character moment where you're like, well, they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, him having that moment where he's like, I really want to le- figure out how to read while I'm in the bath. And he's like, oh, just buy... Like a thing that holds it up in front of you, and he's like, "Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? I, that's I what think I'm when I get do. home, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do when I get home." And I was like, "Well, he's dead." Yeah, that would have <laughs> been a trope. That would have fallen yeah. into a hardcore but trope. Um, I think everybody got one of those scenes, they did, so that yeah. you felt like when they did die, you felt like that scene set it up. But if they didn't die, you just kind of went, "Oh, look, they made it." Well, the only one who didn't really get that scene was the the sheriff, but his scene was. When no, the sheriff talking. had the scene where his wife his was wife, like, yeah, exactly. "Don't die," that was and he was his... like, "Don't worry, honey, I'll be fine." So he had the first one. The rest of them didn't have them until later. Yeah, but, uh, I think yeah. the I don't think uh, Bruder had one of those scenes. <sighs> he didn't. Not really. Yeah. Not really. But I feel like he didn't need to have one. No, he and that's didn't, why they did. He was gonna be the I'm going out, you know killing indians you know that's kind of the kind of still guy just want to know what he did still want to know what he did in the town like what was his what, what was his why was character he so fancy? Why, was he so expensive? why was he so yeah why was he fancy why was he good at all this shit i don't know i don't think they I actually talk about it i'm even i don't remember no, i'm even looking here in the wikipedia which is a very short very short page there's there talks nothing about him or his character all it says on Wiki is that he was a veteran of the Indian Wars. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he just... Maybe after he got out... Maybe he was an officer, who knows? Maybe he got out and yeah. made some money. But, like, why Why did why had he been to Germany? Like, why did he... Maybe because... Why no, does he, he, wasn't, yeah. he wasn't in Germany. No, why, like, because remember, he had that... Uh, uh, the fucking... Mono- uh, like... The spyglass? Uh, the spyglass, yeah, yeah, that's what that's It was word. called the German, but that's because it's 
German manufacturing, I believe. I believe yeah. it's German manufacturing. And then but I don't when the guy was like, can I have a go at it? And he was like, only if you plan on going all the way to Hamburg to get me another one if you break it. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean he went there. I took it as he went there. You know, he's a fancy man. He could have gone there, but that would have been a hell of a trip. Hmm. I don't know. Who knows, man? His character is a bit of a mystery, but that's all right. He didn't yeah. need much explaining. No, he didn't need much explaining. I just wanted to know what he did in the town. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, maybe. He could have been just passing through. But no, because he had a history. No, because he knew everybody. Wife. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't explain that shit. Who knows? It was. It's not. It's not a huge gripe. I just kind of. Yeah. Because at first I thought that he was the doctor. Oh. And yeah, then that's kind of yeah. made it seem at first, huh? Yeah, because when he was like, he was like, "Grab the doctor if he's too drunk, give him a coffee." And I thought that he was referencing the fact that you know, he'd had a, like a whiskey in the bar. No, they were talking about the guy who was uh, injured. He said, "If the if the injured man has whiskey, put coffee in him." Right. That's what I thought they said. No, no. So, so apparently the uh, there, there's a town doctor, and he's normally very drunk. Oh. So okay. instead of going to him, he went to like the like the other doctor in town. Yeah, the the lady, the nurse, or whatever she is. Yeah. Which I also liked that kind of twist because, like, I was like, "How come she's so good at taking care of his leg?" And then, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Ah, it's because she's a trained professional." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that made sense. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, overall, what do you want to get? Oh, you want to? Yeah, you want to give your rating? Let's get into our yeah. ratings here. I okay. I give it a nine. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean it was nine. Really good. It was real good. I have four favorite shots. Four favorites, mm -hmm. like in terms, because we were talking about camera work earlier. And yeah. Even though a lot of shots are kind of, um, in my opinion, a little bit of amateur, uh, just not like super amazing. I do have four favorite shots. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one is um, is remember when they were looking at the cave while they were down from it, and you were kind of seeing everything. And they're hiding no. behind that bush. Yeah, it was when they were looking at it with the German, and that's when oh yeah, attacked. yeah. Yeah, and they were looking at the cave. They found the cave for the first time. Um, I like that shot. It's just interesting okay. perspective, to be honest. It almost looked like the cave was really, really tiny, and they were really big. And like, <laughs> I don't know, it was a weird shot, but I liked it. Um, and then the other one was when. The, uh, you know, because cause what's his name? Uh, O'Dwyer was walking ahead of him because he had the injured leg, so he got a head start. And then they were behind him. I like that yeah. shot because you could see, like, okay. the distance between them and the and the mountains that they were on. And you were like, wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just a cool shot, like that one. The other one was when it was at night, and <laughs> it was when they were having that weird little face-off with the Mexicans. Yeah, that was a good shot. Yeah, that was a good shot. So it was like you had the ones that was head-on to the Mexicans and then the one that was wide and you could see like distance and all that um, yeah I thought that was interesting what they did with the light and everything there because uh, you could tell it was like yeah dark, dark and then light he's like dark. light a match so we can see your face and I was like what if they didn't have matches <laughs> uh, they would have been screwed <laughs> yeah they well they were screwed anyway yeah, yeah yeah they were screwed anyway so I like that shot and then you know, I think it was just three shots. I can't think of the fourth one. Yeah. I think and as much as they, like, tried to make Kurt Russell's character, like, not a bigot, I really don't get when, like, 
if they have a white guy meet Mexicans and they're like, do you have any compadres? <laughs> I'm like, please don't. Just <laughs> I mean, just say any friends with you. Like, Reese, come on. <laughs> Reese, come on. You know when white people try to speak Spanish, they're just trying to be polite. <laughs> come on. Oh, did I tell you about that? Did I tell you when I tried to speak Spanish to somebody and it went poorly? <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I immediately texted Henrik because, and that maybe spoils the story for you a little bit, but I was, uh -huh. like, talking to this guy. I was playing, I was, I was out playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I was talking, and this guy was there, and, uh, like, I could, from, and, and in my defense, technically I wasn't wrong if I frame it in this sense. <laughs> um, I, I heard what sounded to me like an Iberian accent. Okay. Um, so I, you know, he was playing and I started, I just started talking to him in Spanish and he just fucking stopped mm -hmm. and he was like, what would make you think that I'm Spanish? And I was like, uh, well, um, you, well, I thought like, uh, that you, cause you, cause you're, you have an accent and your accent and he's like, I'm Portuguese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But what? the Portuguese language is not far off. Don't fucking say that to him. <laughs> One of the guys, the guy next to him, he just went, you basically just called a Welsh person English, dude. <laughs> okay, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, yeah I definitely could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's it, uh, it's it's different. I mean, shit. If I'm going to be political and say yes, that the Portuguese accent is different. Um, oh, I'm going to close this window. South Let's Americans get do get pissed off when you call them Mexican, so I mean... It is true, yeah, but that's. That they, but at the end of the day, I got you know it's it's they're right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> like not not the South America thing. I'm talking about yeah. Portugal and Spain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I immediately texted uh, Henrik because I knew it'd make him laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> um, like, uh, I don't I don't get when people get that bent out of shape. I mean, you're in a country where there's many cultures. And yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised if he did speak Spanish. You know? uh, I think he spoke a little bit because he did respond to me in Spanish. But then he responded at first in Spanish and then went, so what would make you think that I'm Spanish? And I was uh, like, well, first off, we'll start with the fact that you just responded to me. <laughs> see, yeah. When a, when a Mexican person or any Spanish speaker speaks to me in Spanish, mm -hmm. uh, I don't get offended even though yeah. I don't speak the language. I know how I look. I'm a brown person. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. You know, Rodri says that in Florida, people speak to him in Spanish all the time. Why? Do, I mean, I could imagine. You guys actually do get quite brown when you're in the sun a lot. Yeah. You guys you really do. do. Um, Thanks, mom. But Rodri <laughs> grows hair like a Celtic man. <laughs> yeah, he really so does. So I don't, yeah. I don't get why you would speak to him in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I don't. I don't. Obviously, I think he looks like a like a yeah. He looks pretty Celtic. Yeah. So I don't know why. Even um, though you guys get pretty brown, because you guys do, but I just I wouldn't yeah. immediately think to speak to you in Spanish. You got blue eyes. Yeah. How many blue-eyed blue speakers uh, do you know? Not many. <laughs> I know a lot of blue-eyed Portuguese speakers, but that's just because of Brazil. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's because that's where you live. But yeah. but yeah, in a, in an area where there's a lot of different cultures, I don't know why that dude got all bent out of yeah. shape. <laughs> but uh, to be fair, even here's the slightly worse one oh, okay. of. Um, I was like, oh, I thought your friend was Spanish. Because to be fair, I did, I did, because his friend was there and he was he his accent sounded super Spanish to me anyway, and he was like, he's Romanian, and I was like, well, that's completely that off. That never mind. Off. That's pretty funny. Yeah. you should have just been honest. Yeah. Who cares? 
<laughs> she'd be like, oh, I'm but sorry. In fairness, I, I was honest. I said, oh, I thought you were Spanish. So, so oh, oh, okay, okay. And then you said his yeah. friend or something? Whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, I thought your friend was Spanish too. And he was like, no, he's Romanian. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a bit different. That's a bit different. Yeah. Uh, St uh, still same root language, so, you know, let's... Let's not... <laughs> what? Like, you're talking, like, Latin or something? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. That's pretty funny. That's like going up to an Italian and speaking Spanish, though. Like, <laughs> it's just like what? Yeah. Uh, oh, man, there's this guy I watch on YouTube, and he, he did a video where he walked up to people in Rome and tried speaking to them in Latin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were, like, so fucking angry at him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? Like, most people were just like... Um, I think you're saying that you want to go that way, so I'm just going to point you that direction, hopefully you'll leave. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, which way is it to the Colosseum? Mm -hmm. And like, so obviously a lot of those words are going to be close, but not, yeah. but not exact. And they were just like, oh, um, uh. <laughs> it probably sounds like, you know what it probably sounds like? I'm, I'm curious if yeah. it sounds kind of similar to when... You know, if you didn't know pig Latin very well and someone comes up to you and speaks pig Latin, <laughs> and you're like, okay, I know it kind of what you're saying, <laughs> but it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, because I do watch a lot of his videos and, like, watch when he speaks in Latin. It's, it's interesting, because it is very similar to um, Italian yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. especially considering the pronunciation most people just run with basically sounding doing an italian accent while they do it because so. <laughs> i have only heard like and kind of learned spanish a little bit um i only hear the spanish part of uh latin like where, where really? spanish derives from yeah oh okay yeah, that's, that's what you mean. that's pretty much all i hear from from whenever i hear or, or read latin um yeah. everything just seems very spanish to me because i've only ever been exposed to like spanish yeah. I don't hear Italian, no, like, ever. <laughs> I'll have to send a video and see if you, see if, uh, see if you, if you pick up it. Because he went to the Vatican as well, and he, like, started speaking to, uh, like, members of the, of the, of the church. No. To see if they could understand him. They probably have a better time understanding, because there is a lot of yeah. writing that is still in Latin. Um, yeah. That the Vatican has. So, I mean, they probably yeah. have a better understanding, yeah. Also, to be super nerdy, he even went the extra mile and was nice, and he, when he was speaking to them, he spoke in ecclesiastical pronunciation as opposed to classically, or, like, uh, class classical reconstruction pronunciation. Languages. What do you, what do you give the, uh... Yeah, I realized yeah. I hadn't given my uh, rating for. Whenever we talk about language, you go off, man. And there's no oh yeah, no, it that. happens. But uh... that's <laughs> slightly how I saved myself in that Portuguese situation. Is some guy was like, "What's the difference between Portuguese oh. and Spanish?" And then I was, and then I started like talking about it like yeah. that, and like, and started giving like uh, kind of information and stuff like that about it. Yeah. And, and he was like, "Okay, at least he seems knowledgeable about this. Yeah, he's, not he's not a complete ignorant. idiot." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Oh, Christ. So what's your, what's your uh, rating? Because I give it a 9. It is a solid oof. 9, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is this is going to feel a little odd, but I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. A 7? Why a 7? That's yeah. way lower than I thought. I thought you were going to give it at least an 8. Um, because I, I it, maybe if on a rewatch it might go to an 8, um, but I'd have to give it a rewatch to find out if I'd give it an 8. Why? Because I think one of the things that works for this film is the tension. Yeah. And uh, I do think that movies need to have rewatchability to them. Um, 
So I think watching this and knowing everything that's going to happen, a lot of attention might be gone, and therefore it, it kind of will lose the effect that it had this time of like really gripping me the way that it did this time. So I think that's dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I know but a lot of people disagree with that. Because a lot of people disagree with that. Yes, movies... Uh, uh, no, no, I don't think movies need to have rewatchability at all. Yeah, I honestly no, that, don't think they uh, need to have that. Because Alfred Hitchcock called it the refrigerator test. <laughs> the refrigerator test. So yeah. I do. He think said it, that. Uh, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you I go. do think that you should be able to watch it again and still like it and still enjoy yeah. it another time. But I don't think you need to be able to like watch it. You know. A week later and, and still feel the same way about it well it's not feel the same but am i gonna pick up on things that are if i if i watched it again and i picked up on little things that i didn't pick up on last time that added more to the movie that just like were slow like not always there not super apparent like that i missed the first time then i'd be like oh maybe you know, maybe i bumped this movie up a little bit if there's something more for me to if i get something from the experience more the second time that i would on the first time mm -hmm. but it kind of doesn't feel like that kind of movie uh, no, but I don't think that makes a movie bad. I don't think that's even required for a movie to be good. Uh, I, for me, it is. Really? So a movie <laughs> yeah. has to have more things in detail for you? In a sense, yeah. So there wasn't a lot of detail. Like, to to bring up uh, the film that I bring up all the time, because it made, made a pretty big impression on me. Mm -hmm. um, the Cook, the Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover... Mm -hmm. It's a film where you, when you rewatch it, you just pick up on little things that you missed or like little tiny details that add to flavor and things like that for the film. Whereas this one, what am I gonna? I don't really think there's much I'm gonna pick up on. It's funny because you're appraising it for time. its simplicity in terms of it nothing yeah. happening, and that's why you like it. But then you're over here saying that's actually a bad thing. So you're yeah, there's plenty of films that are <laughs> no, because there's plenty of things in movies that can be that can have that slow pace to them, mm -hmm. but have little extra bits to nibble on like throughout the film that you might that that add extra context to everything mm -hmm. and like i think there's movies that can have both i'm trying to think of an example right now just to give you but I, i'm not <laughs> um but yeah like yeah I, I it's yeah i think i think that's it's something that i so like i was saying it's it's not something that a lot of people agree with mm -hmm. <laughs> so even out like what i was saying is even alfred hitchcock disagreed with me like what you oh, what i'm really? saying he agreed with you so the refrigerator test is um is that the the mo like when you watch a film and you don't think about all the inconsistencies and the only time when you do is at three o'clock in the morning you wake up and you feel like a little like you know a drink of juice or something you go to open your refrigerator and right when you open it you go hold on that scene didn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the refrigerator. But for him, he was like, that's too late already. I've already done my job. I got you when you were in the theater. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And so he he he, agree he believed that, like, yeah, that it was... It didn't matter if you didn't find something... Fr that you found an inconsistency or didn't like it on a second watch or this, is this. It was, it was all about that first initial viewing. Because obviously for someone like him who made thrillers and suspense and things like that, like... He, it didn't matter if that's gone on the second watch. He yeah. wanted that on the first initial watch. Yeah, exactly. And that's all he really wanted to strive for. So, I mean, I I get that it's a, an opinion that people have. I don't fully agree with it. And I've had plenty of arguments and discussions with people about how I, how I, uh, how I think that a movie should have more 
to to like your second viewing or your third viewing or things like like just constantly have something to give you that like is interesting and new as you watch it or not interesting new because obviously there's a point where you watch a movie so many times you know it in and out yeah but well i mean to be able to pick up on those tiny little details yeah and be like oh look at that but like the main thing like suspense Mm -hmm. you're obviously probably never gonna have that more than the first time you watch it unless you watch the movie 10 years later yeah um because like is is that what you're talking about? Like the loss of that suspense? Um. Do you need it to have yes and that no suspense every time you watch it? Because if so, that's like, no. that's damn near impossible. No, because I think that obviously the uh, movies can still have that kind of suspense. I mean, I, I mean to be fair, there's there's moments of Evil Dead too, regardless of how many times I watched that movie, where I still feel like. Ooh, shit. Because it's just, there's just those lingering shots that, like, go on for a while. You know? Yeah. Like, every time I see that scene where he gets choked by himself in the mirror, I'm always like, was it now? Or is it, when? when is he, like, when is it? <laughs> it's just that, like, perfect little drawn-out bit of time that always kind of catches you off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, what you mean with that, yeah. But, uh... You never seem to recall the exact amount of time, so every yeah. time you watch it, it's like, oh, it's this amount of time, and you realize afterwards... Yeah. But that seems like a very small thing, though. Yeah. No, I, no, it's not so much that. It's more of, like, would I pick up on certain things in this movie the second time that add to the overall experience? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the answer is probably not. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I'm not saying that means that it's a bad film. Uh, I'm just saying it doesn't make it go higher on my list. Wow. I'm surprised. I am surprised. I'm sure there's probably going to be... I say people. There, you know, <laughs> nobody listens to the podcast. So there, there's probably plenty of examples that you could dig up of me giving a movie an eight that doesn't meet those requirements, and that I'm a hypocrite. But <laughs> that's just kind of how I feel watching the film. It, it definitely is a very well made and good film. Yeah. It grip. It, it, it was exactly what I wanted. I was like, I want to start this movie and just kind of be so in it that I kind of forget that I'm watching a movie, which is what I like. And I kind of felt this movie was going to be that already, considering Brawl of Cellbuck 99 was that as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was looking for that. I got that. I was happy with it. It was, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was what I wanted from the experience that I thought I was going to have, which is always good. Um, but I, I think if I, if I was, yeah, being completely honest, Brawl is probably better. Mm-hmm. Mostly just because I thought that movie was really well done. Even though it was shot worse? Yeah. Wow. Because I also kind of... I, I I think good dialogue over, trumps over visuals most of the See, time. See, I absolutely love the small details about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Since we're talking about small details. Okay. I absolutely loved the small details about this movie. And that's how I can tell the writer was truly passionate about it. And because of that, that's why I gave it such a high score. Um, mm-hmm. For example, the acknowledgement of the horses that they were more than just an object, but the fact that yeah. they could only carry so much weight. They need a stop for water all the time. There was all this attention to detail in terms of like the horses and the journey and the food that they have to take. There was even a scene of Kurt Russell yeah. cutting the cheese and all that. They never talk about that in any <laughs> fucking movies yeah. I've ever seen. Never acknowledge, hey, we need food and water. Oh, hey, our horses can only carry so much weight. They never yeah. talk about that shit. And it was really... Can I talk about one thing that kind of... That annoyed me about the end, then? What? Oh, the... Well, they don't have any... 
Well, it's a little ambiguous, yeah. but also they have no food, they have no water, they have no horses. They're going to die. How do they expect to get back? They're going to die. They're going to die in the middle of the... They're going to either die of starvation or they're going to die of exposure. Yeah, exactly. They're going to die of something, but uh, I was curious about that, too. I was like, I wonder how they're going to find horses, and then it just ended. Because I I would have thought... Because the thing that also kind of then pissed me off is the amount of time it would take for the, like... uh, the, the cannibals to get to town which we understood with the 11 day period because at first I was like why did it say 11 days that's so specific mm-hmm. and it's because that's the amount of time it would take to walk there mm-hmm. but then if the cannibals didn't have horses for them to steal that means the cannibals had to walk there and back mm-hmm. with the people yeah they had to drag them or something well no they, yeah. they, they stole horses Oh yeah, they stole horses. From, but where were the where were the horses when they got to the cave? I don't know. Did they, they eat the horses? They didn't show. Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, that was that, so I was I I kind of assumed they were going to steal the horses from the from the cannibals. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, again, small detail. Probably could have probably could have showed it and solved a lot of things. Uh, just like um, what was the other thing we talked about? Oh, him grabbing the the, the flute from his throat. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 we gotta go. Um, hey, so I gotta, I gotta cut it short here. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, next week is gonna be Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall. That's right. All right. So yeah. if you guys want to stay up to date with us, uh, watch Chopping Mall, and we will do that one next okay. week. Reese, can you type that one in the message, please? I'll, I'll chop that. I'll type that in the. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. All right. See y'all next week. Goodbye.